T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Did you, uh, did you hear that piano and, uh... Yeah. Organ in the background love, there. I love the organ. I, 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 that's a seven eight time, and uh, I did that. And, yeah, no, uh, it was it was all four four time. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, the Hancock, every time you know music comes on, he'll send me. You hear that, Kelly? That's that's fifteen six time. No, and, I never and, said that. And, you know, here comes it's uh, listen to the here comes the here comes the riff to the slide the four seven beat, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're even talking about. Yeah, but you got to be there, Michael, because. I, Sometimes magic happens. I know, but I even asked you the other day. You were trying to explain to me what four-four time was, yeah, or something like four that. Four beats to the measure, quarter notes worth a count. One beat. Yeah, but what's the difference between a regular note and a quarter note? Well, there is no such thing as a regular note. So uh, well, then, a what's quarter, a quarter note? It's a it's a note, and uh, like when you know the notes to sing, you can sing most anything. Well, do no, re no, those are those do, are, re, mi, fa, sol, la, those notes on the scale a quarter okay. note is a time value okay and then you got the half note you got the whole note you got the eighth note okay you got the so tell, note. Give, get, explain to, can make the sound of a quarter note a half note and a whole note well if a quarter note is dunk 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 okay. dunk dunk okay yeah what's a half note dunk 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 okay what's a whole note Oh, come on, Kelly. This is not good for anybody. Dunk. Dunk. Okay. Right. It's still, it makes no sense to me, still. Well, I, I was in music class. Yeah. I used to sing. I was one of the singers. I never understood I what they said. I can explain it to you. I just can't understand it for you. I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, did, did you have to go to full-on tutoring to learn all that? Music theory. Washington University. When I was uh, 12 and 13 years old, I had a music theory course on Saturday mornings. Can you write and music if yeah. you need to? Oh, I have, yes. Well, I know you've written pieces, but I you do yeah. that from sound or you do that from literally writing it on, on the graph? Is that the right word? The staff. The staff. Yeah. Hey. No, I, I write it on the staff, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Oh, thank you. How many songs do you think you've written? Um, Probably 25, 30. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh -huh. Any I've heard? Uh, well, I mean, the one your daughter walked down the yes, aisle. Yes, you to. heard that one. I, Anything I playing that. on like uh, KEZK yeah, or no, 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 103.3? No, no, but one of my pieces has been, has been recorded by at least three other artists. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Now, there, we just learned a fact about John Hancock, <laughs> a man I've spent 
How many years have we been together now? 15? Long time. Almost 15, yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard the fact that you wrote music that somebody else has played. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, thank you. You going to write me a song? Yeah, I know. I mean, I might. It depends on what, you know, what stirs me. Yeah. Uh, you don't often stir me, so... Yeah, uh, well, I hope that you never have a religious or a ceremonial reason to ever write me a song, because <laughs> that means I'm probably not gone. here. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, I'm going to be and gone. I think we know that I probably am not getting married, so it's yeah, not like no. you're going to write a song for, for my wedding. wedding. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty confident that you'll be around after I'm gone. Pretty confident. What about, um, uh, maybe I could do it from like, you know, there's like a... Are you familiar with what a quinceanera is? A what? A quinceanera? Yeah, no. Matt, Matt Pajeski, you know what a quinceanera is? The, the 15th birthday party? Yeah, for young yeah. Latin girls. Is it Latino? Uh, it's, like yeah. a, it's like a bat mitzvah for a Latin girl. Yeah, they have 15. 15. Instead of 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh. maybe I could create one for when I turn 47. Well, you some know, type I've been, of special ceremony. I've been doing a lot of uh, Latin themes in my writing of late. Is that right? I've been incorporating a lot of Latin themes, yeah. Could yeah. I uh, shake the maracas? You could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or uh, I would be good on a, you know, what's that with the ring, ding, 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 yeah. and you slap it against your hand. What's it called? Now, we, may, we, may pull up, we may pull up one of my Latin-tinged songs. I've got it. It's on the, it's on the YouTube. Oh, there. it's on a YouTuber? It's on the YouTube. Yeah. You know what? Maybe when we come into our next segment, we can uh, play it up a yeah, little bit for a second. Yeah, we can do that. We got a full night for everybody oh here gosh. on Late Night well, we with have Hancock our, and Kelly. We have our NFL expert John Hancock Jr. going to join us from Chicago, Illinois. Tonight he just moved there. To talk about the Super Bowl. He's just gone to work there. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> going to talk about Michael's travel. And uh, you got your passport renewed today. I don't even want to go there. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it later. It. We got a full day of stuff. Let me ask you this: You've been uh, watching any of the Olympics? No. Why not? Uh, who cares? I, I don't what do you care. mean? For, who cares? It's in China. Uh, which I don't care. I mean, it's in China. They're a communist dictatorship. They're oppressing people. The, the earphones then, that you're wearing and the cell phone that you're touching are both made in China eh, as well. Not Sony. That's in Japan, buddy. Uh, uh, I guarantee you the com- most of the components in that thing come from China. Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of them are from, uh, you know, Charleston. It's, it's, it's amazed me. You know, one of the things that I've noticed in this controversy. Yeah, I want to come back to that in a second. But I, was one of the things about the controversy that's going on with the Olympics right now is you've been very... Hard line, as has Amy Mark's course, yeah. that we shouldn't even be there. Uh, we shouldn't. Okay, so my biggest problem with that yeah. is that I wish that there was just even an iota of that energy and anger that you have for the fact that we're having the Olympics there yeah. to the fact that corporate America has taken all of our jobs and manufacturing there. Well, not all of them, but they certainly have put a footprint in, in China. There's no question. But it's, it's just amazing to me how the... The visceral reaction you have as it relates to the Olympics, but you tried to just say to me, oh, well, parts of this was made in Japan. I go, you you can get by the fact that corporate America has been fleeing to this communist country year after year for slave labor. And getting their technology stolen. Hey, okay. But they, you know, they're they're choosing to go over there. They are, and you know that's that's the bastion of the free market, John Hancock. And I just wish that y'all had the same energy uh, as it relates to corporate America's abuse of China and use of China as you have over the Olympics. I am happy to disconnect the United States from China. Really? Yeah, I'm happy to. That is a an evil regime, and what they are doing right now, and the and the kind of proxy states they're building. In, in Africa, primarily, and also Asia. I mean, they certainly have hegemonic designs on all of Asia. 
That's clear. Um, this alliance with Putin is is very concerning for me. And, um, yeah, so, you know, and am I going to tune in and watch somebody push a little ball down a piece of ice and with a broom in their well, hand? I, no. I enjoy that. You don't like curling. No. Curling's actually really fun. It's essentially shuffleboard on ice. Yeah, I mean, you push the thing down and, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like shuffleboard on ice. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, we I to... like the downhill skiers. Yeah. And, and you, you know, told me that there's nothing to that. Well, you're going downhill. I mean, I you know, you put me downhill, I'll go. Have you ever gone uh, skiing? Uh, uh, yeah. No, you haven't. Here's here's what the talent. I want to see an uphill skier. Now, that would be some talent. You well, know, that's what can the you, cross-country can you, skiing can has you, a lot Well, of it's not uphill, though. I mean, imagine going up that big hill there with, between you got the flag over here. Have you ever flag. skied at all? Oh, yes, I have. Where? I, I took my daughter to, uh, what you call it? Uh, oh, uh, the little bunny hill we have here in St. Louis well, called... Uh, uh, yeah, what you uh, call it out there? What is that called? In Eureka. Uh, uh, yeah, I know where you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's yeah. Not a, Hidden that's Valley? Not, Hidden Valley. Yeah, that's, Hidden not, Valley. That's, not, that's not skiing. Amazing I was. That's like uh, they, they gave child us, sledding on skis. They gave us lessons, Michael. I bet they did. My Mary Catherine, she was probably eight years old, uh-huh. and, and there I was, top of the hill. Yeah. And they said, come on down, John. <laughs> and I pushed off as I as I, I got my poles in my hand there. This is the the lessons. So probably a two percent incline. Down I come. Yeah, skittering a, a skittering side to side like Jean Claude Keeley coming down the <laughs> coming down the hill. It was incredible, absolutely incredible. Hey, if you haven't gotten enough of the senior Hancock, well, stick around because next up's the junior. No oh boy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Self-written piece. Yeah, Chipotlepec. I told you I was playing with uh, Latin rhythms. It's a little uh, abanera in the bass. Sexy. Huh? Sexy. Well, it's about the Mexican-American War. It's not that sexy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it sounded like it had a little saunter to it. Well, it it does. I mean, you know, everything I write has a little uh, sexual appeal. 
We go now to the celebrity guest line. The celebrity guest line. Where we are joined by none other than John Hancock. Our football expert. Junior. Junior, how are you? Father, Michael, Sean, happy to be here. Good to be talking to you, man. I cannot wait. We heard your assessment of uh, the previous game with Joe Burrow. Nailed it. Kansas City Chiefs. We'd like to hear your predictions and thoughts on what will happen in the upcoming Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56. So I am talking to you guys from the Windy City, and it's a good thing because I can see where the winds are blowing this Sunday. (laughs) The spread right now are the Rams favored by four. Yeah. Now, that seems ridiculous, but let me read you a stat. Joseph Burrow. In his career is eleven and two against the spread wow. as an underdog of at least three points, and he's seven and five and one outright as an underdog of more than three points. He's seven and zero against the spread in his entire postseason career, including bowl games going back to college. Three and zero this postseason. Wow! It is the Bengals all the way. It's a lock. The touts out there, they'll charge you hundreds, thousands of dollars for their lock of the year. <laughs> I'm telling you right now for free. Bengals plus four, and honestly, Bengals money line. It's guaranteed automatic. Wow. Well, let me ask you now. Are you concerned about, uh, you know, the, the offensive line of the Bengals is a little porous, I think we could say. Uh, uh, Burrow was sacked nine times in their opening round of the playoffs, still won the game. And now you're going up against Aaron Donald in the in the L.A. Rams defensive line. How concerned are you about the quarterback pressures Uh, that Joe Burrow's going to be facing. So obviously a little bit concerned. However, Joe Burrow's unfazed. When he gets hit, he gets up, he keeps going. He's a dog, and, you know, Aaron Donald's going to be tough. Their line is pretty depleted, but I think think he's he's got it. He's found a way this entire playoff run. I think he's going to do it one more time. So – you know, in the last game, <laughs> I love this guy. Well, he's good. He's, he's getting, very good. He's hey, hey, Michael, Michael, can I ask you a question, real quick? Please. Is it fair to say someone who committed an illegal act is a criminal? Yes. And did the lawsuit with the NFL in St. Louis prove that it was illegal for the Rams to leave St. Louis? Yes. So what does that make Stan Kroenke? And I'm here to tell you right now that Sheriff Joe Burrow is delivering justice on Sunday. <laughs> so here's what I want to ask you. I love it. So you've got Burrow, you've got Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase was not exactly prominent in last in last week's uh, uh, AFC title game. Uh, is he going to be able to get loose against that Rams secondary? So that's the great thing about the Bengals is that Jamar Chase gets all the shine, but you got – T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd on that team. Burrow has many options. He's got a solid two, a solid three. And Uzama, the tight end, should be back on Sunday. Is he back? He's gonna Is, have he back? Options. Is the he Chiefs, The Chiefs took away Jamar Chase, and they were still able to get it done on the offensive side. Do we know for a fact that Uzama is back? I don't know if it's a fact, but according to him, he's playing. He said he's not going to miss this game. We'll see if the team lets him play, but I don't think they're going to keep him sidelined. And just like the rest of these Bengals, he's a fighter. He's going to go out there and do everything he can to get the victory. Uh, any indication, uh, old Swami here, uh, what the uh, coin toss is going to go, heads or tails? You know, they say tails never fails. Um, yeah, I'm inclined to go with the tails. But, you know, that, that's 50-50. It's no guarantee, unlike the Bengals plus four. <laughs> that's a guarantee, huh? 
You can take that to the bank. I mean, he's been possible. right. He's oh been, no, he's he told me right to take him. He told me to take the money line. So let's let's turn our attention now to this Rams offense. Matthew Stafford, <laughs> uh, good game in the NFC Championship game, and he's got arguably uh, the best go-to receiver in the NFL in Cooper Cup. Which, by the way, would not that make a great name of a coffee shop, Cooper Cup? Uh, but uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, how do you how do you rate this Rams offense going up against the Bengals D? Well, you know, it's a strong offense. You got Cup, you got OBJ, who, lest we forget, was written off by so many, and they didn't realize that he looked not himself because he was stuck with Baker Mayfield. He's with Stafford, who's not even the top five quarterback, and his career's been resurrected. So let's not let Baker Mayfield off the hook on that one. But Cooper Cup, OBJ, Stafford, it's a, it's a tough, formidable offense. You got Sean McVay, a great young offensive mastermind, a little too excitable on the sidelines for me, but... <laughs> You know, it's going to be tough for this Bengals secondary, but they were able to stifle Mahomes, who's obviously a much, much better quarterback than Matt Stafford. So I'm confident that they'll be able to keep him in the game. And McVay, he tends to be way too conservative when he has a lead to let teams back in. And as we saw, that's dangerous with Joey B. Over under 47 total points, John Hancock. This isn't a mortal guarantee, but I would lean towards the over. Wow. You think it's going to be a shootout, huh? I, I think you're going to see 31-24 Bengals. Whoa. Whoa. That is high score. I think Joey finds a way to punch it in, and McPherson any uh, a touchdown lead late in the fourth. Uh, any other things you want to tell us about football before I transition you to another topic, Mr. Uh, Hancock? That's about all I got. <laughs> well, you, you've been awesome, number one. Number two, any truth to the rumor that you were out with the old man the other night? There, there may We may have been at the Pink Galleon, the, yeah. one of the few pool halls remaining in the St. Louis area. Was your father uh, on the snooker table? He was on the snooker table, and he's not going to like this being broadcast, but I beat my father in a game of snooker. We had teammates, oh, but I won the teammates. first game. Clean game. I was clutch. Teammates. Clutch when it mattered most. Yeah. Junior, uh, you know what? I All I have heard is that, oh, you should have seen me on the snooker table, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he didn't tell me that he lost. It was a team. It was, uh, it was a four-way. Uh, uh, it's not a real snooker game when you got, you know, four people. Wow. Have you lost at snooker uh, at all? Huh? You don't normally. You beat me. You beat me. Yeah, I beat you in a game here, a game there. Yeah. I don't beat you in the total and, overall. And Michael, we won this without snookering him. It was a clean victory. Oh yeah. Well, the name of the game is snooker, so mm-hmm. you know that is part of the game. Yeah, go ahead and tell him what happened then, next son. Son. That he had he ended up going two and two against the guy we met there, who was a snooker player himself. Right. Oh really? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, your dad didn't have all Jake. his accoutrements with him. He I know, didn't I have did not have my yeah. I didn't have my guy. We, was we were hearing about the cue. He, he was blaming the cue. Well, I'm playing with a broomstick with a marshmallow on the end. I mean, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna shoot like you know. Well, uh, you know what? I still beat the guy though. But he wouldn't. He would, as he got he got special chalk from the bartender and wouldn't let us and my teammate use it. Yeah, uh, well, it wasn't my pyro chalk though. I mean, no, it was, you know, it was nice. One more question: Any truth to the rumor that you guys all got fed up with Dad and just left them there <laughs> to play, and you all went home? Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, my motto is never leave a man behind. Um, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> well, there you have it. How are things in the uh, windy city, son? They're good, you where, know. Uh, no you complaints have... outside of 
Where, the, it's a bit chilly. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you have dinner tonight? Uh, honestly, I'm not sure of the name of the place, but somewhere in River North. Beautiful view of the city. How'd you have? Just uh, appetizers with the table. Oh. Some nice pickles, some loaded fries, and uh, chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with that. That's our NFL analyst expert, John Hancock. Insider. Joining us. Insider joining us from Chicago, Illinois. Eagles uh, plus four. Eagles Bengals. plus four. He, Bengals. Bengals plus four, he says. And he says you can Everybody take it to likes. the bank. Hey, you got to come back next week and uh, sing for your supper. Let us know how you, we did. All right. He's in. That's John Jr. When we come back. Yeah. I got some stuff to talk to you about. Well, bring it on. That's uh, next here on Hancock and Kelly Late Night on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. What a good kid. It's just another Manic Monday. Indeed it is. Manic Monday. I'm so tempted to take you out to Hidden Valley one day oh. this week and have you show me. Oh, what a great. Kelly, oh. oh, it's not hard going down. I mean, this I guess, you know, I was. Uh, several oh. years ago, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, I may be a little more <clears throat> portly now than I was then, but. Uh, Suffice it to say, Michael, that uh, when they when they strap the old blades on the old shoes and put the old poles in the old hands, it was a thing of wonderment. Yeah. Uh, in wonder, fact, the instructor, how the, heck, the instructor uh, told me, she said, Mr. Hancock, I have never seen anything like that. <laughs> she told me. <laughs> well, I want to share a little bit of the conversation we were having. We had a good old-fashioned Hancock and Kelly argument in here. We did. Because I said, I like to watch the Olympics. And Ooh. you said the Olympics is just boring, you know, you know the ice dancing ice, and ice dancing. synchronized swimming and blah, 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 and I all mean, the things that are going on. I'm with you. But you said snooker is more of a sport. Because so, you have points. Then why don't you put snooker into the Olympics? I would. Okay. So don't hate on those sports that are in there. But at the end of the day, I kind of agree with you. Some of them are silly, but I'm telling you right now, John, you're wrong about skiing down a mountain being a piece of cake and not a big deal. Basketball, you throw a ball through a hoop, you get points for it. And you can can measure your points against the other guy's points. In downhill skiing, if it's timed and you got to be the fastest, good, because you got a clock there. You got a stopwatch, and whoever's the fastest wins. Figure skating, you go out there and you're playing Rachmaninoff. And who wants to listen to Rachmaninoff? <laughs> and then you got a couple of people out there that's going around in circles and twirling up in the air. I mean, I'll grant you it's athleticism. You throw throw a woman in the air 12 feet and catch her. I mean, that's good stuff. I, I tried to do that once. Uh, and, but but then, there's, I mean, then some, some judge says 9.7. What the heck does that mean? It means nothing. It means yeah. nothing. It, you, it, sports are about points. It's about so being So were the you fastest. a Mary Lou Retton hater? Gymnastics, another one. So you're flipping around on a little bar out there. Yeah, you know, well, you're going to say that's not athletic? No, it's very athletic. I, but, I mean, I just can't believe that you're being so critical of so these other sports. Here's, here's you, what I would you're, do. you're talking about a game that a bunch of guys that can drink beer sing that around play. With points, and you score the points. So here's right. how you'd make gymnastics work. Okay. If they would just listen to me. <laughs> this so, ought to be good. So you get on the bar out there, uh-huh. right? You twirl around the bar three times, uh-huh. three points. <laughs> uh, you, you, you you jump off the you jump off the vault there and you flip around one and a half times, one and a half points, and 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 so now all of a sudden you're putting some meat and potatoes into the scoring system of gymnastics. Yeah, uh, you got the you got the rings up there and you and you put your legs up, you know, right. straight out. You do that four times, 
four points. And well, it maybe would, that's kind of how it goes. You just don't understand it. it. You got some judge sitting there, probably drunk off their butt, and they're uh, saying 9.7. And they have no idea really? what that means. Yeah, it's not good. So then uh, curling, I would assume, is right up your alley. Well, at least in curling, you've got a place where the thing's supposed to land. You know, yeah, and there's and it, points. And if you hit it in the thing, it, you get a point for it. Yeah. Uh, now, the guys with the brooms, I'm, you know, what what kind of sport has a broom in it? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> well, it, if you're using a broom in a sport, it's not that big of a sport. In my opinion. that it's a broom. Just my opinion. It's, it's kind of a brush, is it not? That's a broom. It's a broom. I mean, I, you know. They use a broom in baseball. Yeah, for the home plate. Right. Nobody's, well, nobody's well, getting Wait a minute. You just said what kind of a sport uses a broom. Well, I just gave you the name of a sport that uses a broom. I, I use a broom, too, but it's to pick up the crap off the floor. I mean, you just, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that these sports in the Olympics, you know, speed skating, I love it. You, you, you what about you the uh, what about the guys who go do the cross-country skiing, and then they got the gun on their back, and then they get to the little place, and they they lay down on their belly, and they catch their breath? And then they have to shoot those five targets. Well, here's why I like that. Okay. Number one, it's timed. Yeah. Number two, you've got a little Second Amendment going on there. <laughs> I don't think the Olympics <laughs> gives a crap about the Second Amendment. Number three, uh, you got the rifle there, and <laughs> yeah. you got. I'm I'm assuming you're trying to hit a target with that thing, right? I mean, well, it's gotta, ta- it's points and yeah, time. Points and time. I mean, maybe the perfect sport, honestly, <laughs> because you got points and time. Uh, what do you call that thing? The, the biathlete? The, what do you call that thing? The biathlon. That's the, what they call the bi- it. Yeah, the Because uh, you're skiing biathlon. and, and, yeah, you're, and, and you're, shooting. you're shooting. Yeah, it's good uh, stuff. I kind of like that. Uh, you could do, uh, you know, if you have the Olympic, you could do, you know, running and shooting, too. Yeah, I'm that not. That might a, be kind of fun. We could, f- we could have that here in downtown St. Louis. <laughs> be some, we might have some Olympic athletes out there on the streets tonight, for all I know. I'm not a fan of uh, some of the stuff, but I, you know, like the uh, ice dancing. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's dancing. It's dancing. It's not as I mean, much. You, watch... you know, figure skating, it's what everybody wants to watch. It's not my bag, yeah, but no. I don't have a problem with it. Well, I mean, you twirl around and, you know. But I really do like the snowboarders, but there's now we get into the points game. And Again. The, the, the rating system. Yeah. And I, but, I mean, come on. You can tell that, like, oh, that guy did a bunch of flips, and he made them look really cool. Two flips, two points. No, well, you can't I mean, that's that. that's how this should work. No, because you need to be able to do it on a, a like-same comparison. Right. You can't do it on a... Yeah, but you're, what if your flips aren't, aren't uh, you know, in a, a nice, measured, tight, pem, cam, compact manner? <clears throat> you know, that's part of the sport is being able to keep it together and not just look like... I don't know, like some dopey dude coming down the bunny hill at uh, in Valley, <laughs> in Valley. <laughs> with 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 those, those sticks going everywhere and it elbows. A, you know, I I don't, as you know, I I don't like to talk, but it was it was almost as if poetry itself was swirling down that hill okay. that afternoon. So you have skied at Hidden Valley. Have. have you ever skied out in the mountains? Cross somewhere? country skiing in the Boy Scouts. You did not. Uh, yes, I. I, I oh. in fact, I think I have the cross country skiing merit badge. How how could you have that? Well, what, you, what we, we, oh, I guess we used to get snow back in the day. Yeah, 
Yeah. But who was teaching the cross-country merit badge? Uh, I think it was Mr. Rosenthal. So you're making this up. And no. He's and, making it up. And he, he also taught me the skating merit badge, which I also have. The ice skating merit badge? And roller, both. I got them both. Yeah. Can you ice skate? Uh, you know, yeah. And so, Have you ever been over to uh, Steinberg? And, um, maybe. And so, maybe you and George Ann come out there. And oh, we'll, we'll have hot cocoa together. I tell you what, that gal's got some good ankles. Does she? My problem with the with the ice skating is is my ankles are kind of you know. But you kind of got bird legs. I got bird legs. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You're a big guy with and small so, legs. Yeah, and like I, two little toothpicks. Yeah, they are. You look like you're something out of a cartoon, don't you? <laughs> well, it's, you know, I've only seen him in shorts one time. Yeah. Was, he doesn't like to wear... Uh, it was all you could handle, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw shades of white. I only saw my had, chest. If I had my wife's ankles, uh-huh. I'd be I'd be in the NHL today. Yeah? Is yeah. she an ice skater? Uh, well, I don't know, but I mean, she can do anything. Really? She's amazing, this woman. Yeah, well, I know that. Yeah. Um, who? Uh, so is everything uh, cleaned up? All the snows out of your driveway? There's no issues there? Yeah, uh, Brian Effer. Uh, the neighbor came uh-huh. over with the uh, snowblower and blew my driveway. So I live in a building. Yeah. and You don't have to worry about anything. I don't anything. have to worry about anything, but Snow, what they grass, do is they nothing. throw salt down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we walk so out the front walk. door, right. yeah. So I, well, I wasn't paying attention. On Saturday, I had went over to the grocery store. I come back to the house. I spent a lot of time wiping my feet off and stuff. I should have taken my shoes That's off. That's what you do. Door. You take your shoes off. I didn't do that. Huh. And I got these hardwood floors. Yeah. And they're dark. Yes. And this morning I wake up. This was all on Sunday for, uh, you know, I was hanging out. Um, I wake up and I look, and the whole house I've tracked salt through. Couldn't see it at the time. White. Yeah. Yeah. They had dried up, and it looks terrible. So here I am at 5 in the morning. With a Swiffer. With the well, I I don't have a Swiffer. I got rid of that. You got rid of the Swiffer. I got Swiffer. So I went to just straight mop for with water and Lysol and stuff. A mop and a bucket? Yeah, a mop and a bucket. And, you know, You're a one mop of those, and a bucket? Yeah, one of those that you can squeeze the mop, you know, yeah. so that you get all the dirt out. A mop and a bucket. I would yeah, well, I don't even do a bucket. I just put it right there in the kitchen sink. You know, I, I fill it up with a little, uh, you know, like ammonium or whatever you put on it. I don't know, a pine saw or whatever. And I go ammonium. scrub up and then I put throw my mop in there and then I can squeeze it and clean up. I think this man needs a Swiffer. Well, the, the problem that I have with the Swiffer is... Well, you know, it's you, you push that button and zzz, yeah. sprays that and stuff the out. Stuff, yeah. Well, that stuff is nasty. Uh, yeah, it's got a nice, pleasant smell to it. Yeah. But when you walk around barefoot yeah. and you look at your feet later, yeah. they're all dirty because that gunk that comes out of the Swiffer is all over your floor. Well, that's because you haven't swift enough with a Swiffer. No, it, it, I, I swift plenty. No. I'm just saying there's too much of the if junk. You, if you I don't under, like the, the chemical. If you under-swift with a Swiffer... You're not going to actually get up all of the dirt deposits that are and minerals that are on the floor. So yeah, but you, you're spraying problem, another chemical on there, right. and then it gets sticky and stinky. And well, ugh. but you got to swiff it up. That's the whole yeah. point of the Swiffer. So if you if you're running a Swiffer over a over a, a hardwood floor and you're not doing it enough, then you're going to mm. leave a mix of Swiffer chemicals and and whatever crap you dragged in from the street out there. No, no. You've got to swift and swift and swift again. If you swift enough of the Swiffer, you're going to be in good shape. Yeah, but see, I don't use the Swiffer because I don't like the chemicals. I go straight to the mop. And let me tell you, my floors look beautiful right now. It's the same principle, John. I just don't want those chemicals from the Swiffer. You're all for the chemicals. Can't you put some other substance into the Swiffer to squirt out onto the floor? I don't think so because you got to buy it that fits, you know, into their little contraption that they have. Oh, they've got a monopoly on the contraption. 
subscription for yeah, the Yeah, it's kind of like the coffee people with the little pods. Uh-huh. You got to buy the coffee pods from them. Uh-huh. Even though you bought the machine, what are you going to oh, do? Make your not, own pods at home? That's not good. That's the anti-marketplace out there. That's why so, I've gone straight to Bucket of Mop. What we need to do is develop a chemical-free cleaning solution that fits into the Swiffer. Think about that, buddy. Hancock and Kelly juice. The old H&K juice. You put it on the Swiffer, you squirt it on your floor, yeah. you clean it up. Your feet have never been cleaner. I love it. It's it's amazing what happens out we there. We get all sides of the room. Yes, everything. Yeah. Who needs all those other, you know, well, yeah. the advertisers? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's John. I'm Mike. We'll be we'll right back. You. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe all of his songs have like a... Uh, Kind of like a fast train background. Many of them do, yeah. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I can't think of many of his songs that don't have that, like, just a steady pace. Yeah, cut time. Them. That's cut time. Is that what that means? Yeah. How do you put that on a staff? That's like tutu time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tutu time? Uh-huh. Meaning that's because he was going... Yeah. Well, Johnny Cash, I'm not necessarily Johnny Cash, but you have a passport? I do. I do as well. Never used it. I was going to say, have you ever been out of the country? I went to Cancun once, but you didn't need a passport back Yeah. Then. Why do you have a passport? Well, it's important that uh, you never know. You I've know? invited you to go out of the country with me, and you always come up with an excuse on why you can't. Well, it's very expensive. Um, but I've got the passport, and uh, I will say that... When's it expire? Uh, in a long time. And so... When, how long ago did you get it? Uh, couple, three, four years ago. So it expires about six years from now. Yeah. 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 And Mine, Mine's almost about to expire. Wow. And uh, mine actually expires in September. Because you go to Ireland and you go to... Well, I'm supposed to be going to Ireland in in June of this year. Are you now? um, For... uh, I'm going over there with my my family and my best friend from growing up, and Uh we're going to go see Ireland. Nice. The Um, Emerald... The Emerald Isle. Yeah. But um, it expires in September, but they say you should never travel with a passport that's got less than six months because time on it. I don't know why. Well, because something might happen. You yeah, get, you, you get, may be stuck over there and then you don't have a passport. Some government grabs hold of you and now you can't get back because you've been in prison over there because Lord knows you probably deserve to. I and, don't know. Uh, not on the Lord's soil. I don't think they'd bother with a good Irishman well, like Michael right. Sean But, Kelly. I mean, you go over to China... Well, we, I'm not we going may, to China, John. I'm, I'm going to Ireland. All right. But let me tell you, I, I could have gone to China with everything I had to do today. Yes. So I, I had decided that today, this today morning, was going to be the day the that day. I was going to renew the passport. the passport. So I had filled out all the information. Get the paperwork. They come, you go to the, you go to the website, yeah. and, and they give you, they say, fill all this paperwork. Yeah, out. and they, they want a lot of information. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm renewing my passport, so most of it is, what does your passport say? Yeah. This information, fill this in here. Did you need to know your mother's maiden name? No. Oh. No, because they, no, I'm sure to get... An original passport. Yeah, I needed to know that. Yeah, remember I'm renewing my existing passport. Yeah, yeah. So, so they already the, know your mother's. They name. already know everything. Yeah. So what they mainly wanted was the passport stuff. They wanted an updated photo. Do you know your grandmother's maiden name? Uh yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. I do. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I I, I have all my stuff together, and the only thing left I've got to do is show up. Get my picture taken. The photo. And uh, write them a check were you, for were, were 160 you, bucks. Were you wearing that for I the was. Photo? That's a pretty good color for me. Yeah. It, it, it pops my eyes and the yeah, hair yeah, color. Yeah. I have this light blue it shirt the, on. It looks good with my eyes. Was the T-shirt showing through? Like, yeah, that's what makes it sexy. Uh-huh. That's what makes me, you know, look good. Uh-huh. And it kind of complements the whole outfit. Yeah. I'll teach you about it. Okay. 
So here I am. I go to the downtown post office. Lovely humans there. Lovely people. Where are they now? Pull my little uh, ticket. Yes. Have you been to a post office lately? I have. I mean, I haven't. I, I, I go almost every day. I don't. I, I got for, a P.O. box down there where people sometimes pay me. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. so I go. I pull my ticket. I wait in line. Mm-hmm. I get to the very front, and the lady goes, oh, man, I'm sorry. She goes, you're here for your passport. Yes. I said, yeah. She goes, do you have your photo yet? I said, no. I was told I was supposed to come here. She goes, ours is out. Oh, they cannot take your picture. Can't take Wait it. A minute. You got to go to another post D- office. Does not everybody have a cell phone to take a picture on a cell phone? Well, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I don't think so. Huh. So I said, okay. So I go to the next post office, this one closer to my house. So I was at the main post office downtown. downtown. Yeah. So I went to the one in the Central West End. Yeah. I walk in there. Oh, sorry. We don't have the photo sitting. What? Thing, blah, blah, blah. Well, now I'm fed up. I've spent about an hour doing the photo thing, right? There's no photo. So I finally look up the UPS store. So I go to the UPS store. I walk in. I said, do you guys take passport photos? She goes, a matter of fact, we do. Yes. She goes, stand right against that wall. She pulls down this shade. Bam. Tells me you can't smile. I didn't know that. You're not supposed to smile on a passport photo. I smiled. I, I was smiling. She said, sir, please don't smile. I said, well, I, I, you know. I always smile. I, I, I've never I exactly, not smiled. But I'm I didn't smiling smile. on my driver's license right. in case I'm I, speeding sometimes. I did, too. Um, so, but anyway, get my passport photo taken. So now I'm at the UPS store. I got to make my way back to the post office. Yeah. So I'm like, well, okay. So I go to the Central West End post office, the one that told the second place I went to. That didn't have a camera. I wait in line again. I pulled my ticket. Boom. 20 people in front of me. Of I get to the front of the line. Everybody getting a passport there. Yeah, she goes, oh, sir. She goes, you need to fill out a um, a thing over there. The form 7982. Yeah. And 16. I said, I, but I have all my stuff here. She goes, no, I'm sorry. You need to go fill that out. Yeah. So I'm like, I haven't got time for this. I got a conference call I got to be on. Right. So I, I just said, okay, thank you. Now I take my stuff. I go back to my office, have my conference call. Then I go to the downtown post office where I originally started this where day to deal with this process. Began. I've got my photo. I've got my paperwork. There it is. I've got my mail. I've got my, you know, my envelope. I've got it all filled out. Yes. I get to the very front. Yes. And I said to the lady, I said, here's all my information. And she goes, this is perfect. She says, do you have a check? I said, yep, I got a check right here. And then she looks at it and she says, well, your mailing address or your check doesn't match up with the mailing address on your... Oh, boy. I said, well, that's because my checks are from, you know, my uh, my office address and blah, blah, blah. And she wasn't going to let me do it. I finally just said to her, I said, ma'am, I spent six and a half hours of my life today running here and there and going to all your different Did post offices. Did you let offices. her have it? Did you lose no, it? No, I just no. said, is there any way we can kind of figure this out? I said, because what if my check didn't have an address on it? At all. At then all. you just write it on there. Yeah. I, I, and she goes, excellent point. And she just scratched it out for me. And we mailed it off to the Department of State six and a half hours later wow. to get a passport renewed. Amazing. And 190 bucks. Amazing. That's expensive. Now the government, you know. $190, but for, to get something renewed, I already have. Yeah. All I did was give them an updated photo of me. All the other stuff they already knew. I wish you hadn't had the T-shirt showing. Uh, I think. Really? That, uh, yeah, because. I think the T-shirt When is... you're over there in. Uh, oh. in uh, What's with the. Pajeski, he's uh, no, he doesn't t- have a t-shirt, t-shirt showing. No, he, uh, yeah, no. Oh, no t-shirt on the PJ. Yeah. So uh, what I'm saying, what's it, what's inappropriate about a little t-shirt underneath a sweater so like when I'm you're wearing? You're walking out there in Paris, 
and you're you're flashing your thing. You know, the Parisians, they, the typical American. Look at his T-shirt showing. Really? And, yes. I actually think this is kind of cool. It's a it's well, a uh, it's a is, V-neck. Apparently, that's the case. I got a V-neck too, but nobody can see it. Yeah, but. Uh, Otherwise, if you're wearing a zip-up sweater like I'm wearing right now. I got one myself. And you don't have a T-shirt on underneath yeah. it. You look like one of them snake oil salesmen. Like, hey, baby, how you doing? Hey, come on over here. What are we, what are we hanging <laughs> the gold out chain. with each other? And you, would, you should, of all people what? I've ever known, you should have a gold chain. No, I want no jewelry. Yeah. I, You know, yeah. I wear no jewelry. Oh, I don't but even, PJ's got a gold chain. I don't wear Unbelievable. jewelry. I don't wear jewelry. I don't wear watches. <laughs> I can't deal with any of it. It's too much. You know, I was married for about... Mm, a year of my yeah, life. I, how long did I know you before I knew that? <laughs> it a was long a long time. time. So you it were, was hard to wear a wedding ring. It was I'd a cup of coffee, right? Yeah, I yeah mean, it was literally. more than a cup of coffee, yeah. But, I mean, it was an expensive cup of coffee. Six months? Uh, nine. Nine months. Yeah. Did I you knew. know? Oh, I knew before we got married. They, oh. Listen, I don't want to talk too much about that because her family lives in town. She's a lovely human lovely being. Lovely. But being. it's just, it was not right for me. It was not right for her. And she walked out with a cat on a And there's a reason I haven't been married since. There's Michael Kelly. One uh, down. Advice to the lovelorn. I'm John Hancock. Advice to the passport seekers and <laughs> figure skaters. We'll be back for another hour of this frivolity after all of this on The Voice of St. Louis, KMLX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.